You are listening to a recording by Lisa Page from SoulSatisfactionForWomen.com. For further information on events, workshops, coaching, and free products, please visit www.SoulSatisfactionForWomen.com. Welcome to Soul Satisfaction for Women Radio. I'm Lisa Page, and it's fabulous to have you on today's show, wherever you're dialing in from. From. I know that we always have women from around the world for these calls, uh, the USA, Australia, New Zealand, uh, the UK, Europe. So if you have dialed in uh, via the phone, then um, I'll give you instructions in a moment as to how you can put your hand up and ask your questions and when you can do that. And if you've dialed in, if you're listening in via the webcast, feel free to go ahead and just type in your name and where you're listening in from or even be anonymous if you want to. It's just lovely to, to know where everyone's dialing in from for each show. And uh, I really want to invite you to create a sacred space for yourself on today's call to really dive in and be fully present, not so much fully present to me and what I'm saying, but to what arises in you in response to what we explore. So today's topic is pleasure, your power portal to wild success, deep fulfillment and ecstatic sex and intimacy. And this is absolutely one of my favorite topics to share with women and probably because I know that uh, so many of the women that I've worked with over the last 14 plus years uh, pleasure has been a very underused power portal and is often one of the most difficult things for women to truly experience in its fullness in the way they intuit is possible if that makes sense so here's how today's call will flow I'll start by sharing with you some logistics so you know how to ask your questions, whether you're on the webcast or you've dialed in by phone or Skype, so you can make the most of today's call. Then I'll share what we'll be covering throughout the call, and then we'll dive into the main teachings. And after that, I'll open the, up the lines for your questions. So if you do have questions as you go along, you're very welcome, if you're listening in via the webcast, to type those questions in as the call goes along and then when I open up the lines for questions I'll check the question box and certainly answer your questions straight away. So firstly logistics, uh, you've made the commitment to being here for you. It's an hour's call and so my, my sincere invitation is turn off all distractions, turn off your phone, other tabs on your laptop. Really resist the temptation to diffuse your energy into other distractions. Allow your entire focus and energy to be in honor of you, to notice what arises in you in response to what we explore and allow this to be deeply, deeply nourishing and awakening in all the ways that it's meant to be for you. So uh, like I said, if you've dialed in via Skype, uh, all you need to do to ask a question is press star 2 to raise your hand. I will then see your hand raised and then when it comes to question time, I will be able to unmute your line to answer your question. If you're listening in via the webcast, you can type your question or comment into the box and uh, you don't have to put your email address in there. It's just a standard box so it, it shows that. You don't have to. 
uh, nor your name for that matter, but if, if you want me to know who you are, then be nice to put your name in there. And then after, if you ask a question and then you want to ask another one, just refresh the page so it gives you a clear box to answer your, uh, to ask your second question, third question, however many you'd like to ask. Uh, grab a pen and paper if you haven't already so that you can note down any answers to any self-coaching questions that I give you and also uh, some realisations and insights that come to you so that you can then walk away from the call with clarity about what's next for you in this domain of pleasure and, and what your next step is to invite and explore and integrate uh, pleasure into your life for all the reasons that you really yearn to right now. So here's what we're going to be covering on today's call. Today we're going to explore power pleasure practices. So I'm going to give you some practices that I give to my private and group clients uh, that are very, very potent to instantly dissolve stress, to awaken sexual energy and to deepen your presence into the here and now which for most women is really important because a lot of women find themselves stuck in their head and um, kind of rehashing the past or feeling anxious about the future but not really uh, making the most of being here now. So I'll give you some practices. We'll also explore how pr uh, pleasure profoundly impacts your capacity to create the success that you really want, whatever success means for you. Um, to enhance your well-being and how it impacts your capacity to create the relationship and the sex and intimacy that you most deeply desire. We'll also explore uh, some secrets that ancient tantricas and dakinis and priestesses knew and continue to know about pleasure and how to bring their ancient wisdom into the sacredness of your sex and intimacy and into the, the sacredness of your everyday living. And also why pleasure can really be a portal to the divine and to your spiritual unfolding and fulfillment, which is contrary to what most uh, masculine-oriented religions uh, and dogmas and structures will tell you. Uh, that pleasure is a distraction, that um, all of that stuff. So we'll dive into that for you because as a woman who identifies more with the feminine, as a woman who is an embodiment of feminine essence, power really is, uh, pleasure, pardon me, pleasure really is a portal to experiencing that oneness, that love that lives and breathes us all. And I really want to uh, explore that with you today. So if you're new to the show today, I'll share a very little bit about me so you know um, who I am, what I do and how I might uh, be able to uh, help you in the ways that you're looking for today. Like I said earlier, my name is Lisa Page and I've been working with women and couples from around the world for over 14 years now. I'm the founder of Soul Satisfaction for Women and uh, we're a global education business and we provide mentoring, coaching and, and information products to really empower women who want more out of life, love and intimacy, who intuit that there is more, that there is greater depth to their experience of love, intimacy, sex, um, awakening into who you are as 
a uh, phenomenal, empowered woman. So we work with uh, the the womanly arts of relationship all the way through to uh, women who are just feeling overwhelmed and stressed and need to come back to that sense of integrated wholeness and, and inner calm. Um, I'm also, um, as a part of that, a, a speaker, a writer, a sacred intimacy and relationship coach. Um, and I think probably if I said to you in a nutshell, after 14 plus years of, of working with women from around the world, what I've discovered that has most profoundly impacted my work today is how so many women, we, we have access to loads of information, right? There's there's podcasts, there's uh, videos, there's articles. I mean, with the net, we have access to a lot of information. But what I find is a lot of the women who come to me have had mind-blowing and heart-opening realizations. Um, those inspirations, those realizations have pointed toward what they've always intuited is true, that there is another way, that they don't have to do it on their own, that there is a greater depth to be experienced here, that there is a, a greater freedom that they know is possible in their in their intimacy, in their own expression of who they are. So they have these realizations, but where there seems to be the greatest struggle is dropping them into the body. So they, they realize it in their head, they feel how important it is, but there are these bodily uh, habits which um, are wired into their nervous system, which they find really hard to shift. And that's where you and I come in because my passion is embodiment and helping you to embody the juice and truth of who you are, helping you to embody these mind-blowing, heart-opening realizations that you're having. Uh, because I know that if you don't embody it, then what ends up happening is you keep on kind of floundering in, in the pain of wanting and the, the frustration of wishing and really the agony of not experiencing yourself and your relationship or your life in the way that you most deeply desire. So uh, that's part of the reason why my, my passion is so strong around embodiment. And honestly, with I mean, I work um, with groups of women and I work with women one-on-one uh, -on -one, aside from the couple work. And I promise you that with the right support, it can be the most rewarding, liberating, fulfilling work you'll ever do when you shift from knowing something and feeling something to being able to embody it. And today we're talking about pleasure, about being able to embody this pleasure that you intuit is available to you and that you intuit is actually a power portal into what you're really yearning for. So my affirmation to you is, yes, your intuition is correct. You're on the right track. So now let's dive into um, this topic of pleasure and how it can truly be a power portal for you. You know, this topic is as deep as it is wide. And since we've only got an hour um, I want to, and because I want to answer your personal questions too, what we're going to dive into today are the essentials of pleasure, okay? So we're going to explore um, um, all the things that I mentioned before, uh, power, uh, pleasure, uh, sorry, power, pleasure practices, 
how pleasure impacts your success, your well-being, your relationships, um, the secrets of the Tantrikas and these ancient wise women, and how pleasure can be a portal to your spiritual unfolding and your contact and, and merging and connection with the divine in whatever way you feel the divine for you. So Margot Anand, who wrote The Art of Everyday Ecstasy, this is what she says about everyday ecstasy, that it's about waking up and finding that you're in love with life. And that waking up doesn't have to be in the morning after you've been asleep, but you know those moments where, I don't know, you're walking along and you see this beautiful rose and and you move toward it and you and you bring your nose to it and you inhale the scent and it just brings you alive and melts you all in the same moment and there's a waking up that happens where you feel like your heart is open and all of a sudden everything is more vibrant and alive and delicious and inspiring you know through your senses you receive everything so much more clearly and more vibrantly more potently right so this waking up is not just waking up in the morning, but is this moment-by-moment moment waking up that can occur. And if you've ever met someone who's ever been in love, <laughs> or if you've been in love, um, there is that same kind of feeling. It's like, oh, your breath becomes full, there's this aliveness and juiciness and richness and and all the beauty in the world matters and you see it and your whole perspective shifts, right? Because you're seeing and feeling and sensing and tasting life through these filters of love. And I really believe that pleasure can be a portal to opening you to that love, the love that lives and breathes you, the love that is the essence of the openness that you feel in those moments, the love that you yearn to give and receive as a feminine being. So I really believe that pleasure, when you allow it fully through your body and your heart and your soul, uh, it, it, it really opens a doorway into the remembering of that love. And if you've ever have you ever been with someone who's totally in love with life, right? You know, it's it's phenomenal to be around them. Their their aliveness is infectious. The the sense of this deep embodied relaxation that they have is it just allows you to relax a little bit more, right? Because if we're with someone who's tense, we feel more tense. If we're with someone who's relaxed, we tend to feel more relaxed. You just feel good being around them. It's the same with you. You feel good being around you when you feel alive, when you feel receptive to the moment and and the deliciousness of life in the moment. And there's this freedom that you feel in, in the way you move your body and in the way you respond to the pleasures of life. It, it's, it's full and it's open and it's relaxed and it's delicious. And I'm sure you felt those moments yourself. Maybe it was in lovemaking, maybe it was in relationship, maybe it was out of relationship and, you know, smelling a rose or looking at a, a baby or um, awakening to a gorgeous sunrise, right? We've all had these moments. So it's not up in those moments it's not that the world is any different it's not the external circumstances are any different it's your different 
there's an openness in you and that openness is cultivated by this deep embodied relaxation of body heart and clear mind so that you're fully receptive to the pleasure that is streaming through the moment and wanting to be experienced by you. So because of the fact that it's not the external circumstance that's necessarily changing, it's how you're perceiving it, how you're receiving it. And remember, the feminine is built to receive physically, mentally, emotionally, and energetically. Um, even energetically, you know, a lot of the ancient women um, had uh, hoop skirts, right? These skirts that would essentially gather up the energy of the earth. That was part of the reason for those hoop skirts in ancient indigenous tribes to to gather up this uh, receptivity of the energy of the earth. So physically, mentally, emotionally, you are built as a feminine body, feminine essence to receive this deliciousness. So you already have a natural advantage. You already have a natural capacity to receive in life and in particular to receive the pleasure of life. So then, because you know that it's what's going on within you that allows you to feel the pleasure of life or not, then rather than trying to control external circumstances, it's about cultivating your capacity to feel pleasure in the moment, to allow that pleasure to move through your body, your hips, your thighs, your breasts, your throat, right? So cultivating your capacity to feel it and then to allow it and enjoy it fully. And that could be sexual or sensual pleasure or it could be pleasure in the moment from any source, right? So like I was saying, pleasure can truly be a portal to feeling love because what happens when you fully allow, feel and allow and enjoy this pleasure, your heart naturally opens, right? A smile comes to your face, it rises up, your head becomes clear because there's nothing to think about in the past or the future. You're just enjoying your being. You're fully immersed in receiving and experiencing the pleasure of the moment rather than being all contracted and in your head and trying to work out the future or the past. So pleasure can also be a pathway to ecstasy. Let's say that ecstasy is the deepening and the expansion of pleasure. And as Deepak Chopra says, ecstasy is the final stage of intimacy with yourself. It's a shift in perception in which direct contact with spirit is made. So those moments of ecstasy is when you are truly intimate with yourself. There's a oneness that you feel and you're never out of contact with whatever you perceive as the divine, right? You're never out of contact with that. However, sometimes it can be hard to remember it because our minds are so jumbled in the past and the future and in thoughts. 
and sometimes it's hard to feel it because our bodies are so riddled with the stress and tension from those thoughts that have dropped in and we haven't done practice to release that tension okay so that's why we start with pleasure because you want practices that will help you to dissolve stress to relax the tension whether it be physical mental or emotional tension then you can drop into the pleasure that exists in the moment as a portal into knowing the juice and truth of who you are and bringing aliveness to your your feminine essence so let's start here why would you want to experience more pleasure in your life what what are the benefits i mean in fact, if you are on the webcast, go ahead and type in now, what is your top reason for wanting to experience more pleasure? Is it for relationship? Is it for sex and intimacy? Is it because you just know that your life would be richer and more fulfilling? What is it for you? Why do you want to experience more pleasure in your life? Because some would say that it's a frivolous pursuit, right? If you look up quotes on pleasure, there are plenty of quotes that will tell you pleasure is a sin, pleasure is a distraction, pleasure is a frivolous pursuit, it's a time waster, it's not as virtuous as hard work and results. I mean, really, it's it's quite um, fascinating when you just Google pleasure and quotes. I did it and I was like, wow, that's amazing. Most of them are written by men, I have to say. Then you look at pleasure and quotes by women and more often than not, there's this intuitive knowing that pleasure is essential for the soul. It's essential for the body. It's essential for many, many, many reasons. So let's look at intimate relationship first of all. So I'm I'm talking intimate relationship rather than general relationships because I want to in this uh, piece explore how pleasure impacts your sex and intimacy in your intimate relationship so let's just think of you as a woman okay in sex and intimacy when you are overflowing with pleasure you know and i'm not talking just sexual pleasure but you know when you're walking along and your hips are swaying like the ocean and you feel the deliciousness of the of the wind in your hair and 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 your feet on the earth and and you feel this aliveness and just how good it is to be alive and you're feeling the pleasure of being alive when you walk along the street like that and your body is an expression of that and your heart is exuding that and your soul is alive with that there is nothing more beautiful and attractive and delicious, not just to men, but to women as well. It's, 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 you are radiant, embodied. Now, in your sex and intimacy, when you are overflowing with that same feeling, you are completely irresistible to your chosen partner. The masculine, remember, we all have masculine and feminine within us. The masculine, if you are an embodied feminine essence, if you are more have more of a yearning for love than you do freedom, which most women who would be on this call do, which is why you'd be attracted to the call, 
if you are an embodied feminine essence, then the uh, polarity and passion that you experience in your relationship is when your partner is diving into your delicious feminine essence with his masculine essence. Now, the masculine aches to dive into the pleasure of being alive. A man who identifies more with the feminine has to cultivate his capacity normally to feel the pleasure, the sensual pleasure that you do naturally as a woman. And we do naturally, but then as life goes on, we kind of cover it up with layers of um, we're not necessarily praised for being sensually receptive and deliciously open. You know, we're praised for being competent and getting stuff done. And so over time, we create these layers of tension and shells because we're having to spend so much time in our masculine, which kind of thwarts our capacity for feminine receptivity and and in, and being in the sensual moment, receiving through the senses. There's a whole other call, but I think you get the gist of what I'm saying. So the masculine aches to dive into that in your relationship. Your partner, the masculine in your partner, um, aches to dive into the deliciousness of your feminine overflowing of the pleasure of life. So if you can learn to receive the pleasure of life in the moment and then freely feel it fully, allow it, and express that pleasure through your through sound and movement in sex and intimacy, you become the most exquisitely delicious woman on the planet, hands down. I can tell you that And any man will tell you this. If there were two women in front of him doing a lap dance and one was doing all the right moves but was in her head and concentrating on doing all the right moves and feeling no pleasure in her body and then another woman who really didn't know the moves but was just feeling the deliciousness of pleasure moving through her hips and through her inner thighs and up through her breasts and her whole body was undulating with that pleasure, I can guarantee you there's no man on earth who would not pick the woman who's not doing the right moves but is truly uh, overflowing with the deliciousness and the pleasure of life that she's freely able to express through sound and movement through her body, 100% guarantee. So you become exquisitely delicious and completely irresistible in the eyes of your masculine partner when you allow, feel fully and allow fully, deep pleasure to move through you. And the thing is, it's not something you can try to do. It has to be something that is relaxed into because as soon as you try, you're in your head, right? It's about relaxing into and we'll go once we move into practices for you I'll I'll explain the easiest way to relax into the the pleasure that is always moving through your body if you're able to notice it, feel it and allow it and express it so then if you are interested in sacred intimacy with your partner if you want your sex and intimacy to be truly emerging of the embodiment of your divine masculine and feminine, then this merging of his deep presence and he, which is experience 
experienced as consciousness diving into and penetrating into your exquisitely open, deliciously overflowing body, heart and soul, there is this merging of masculine and feminine that is completely and utterly liberating and dismantling and allows you to feel total oneness, moments of total oneness with everything beyond even your moment of relating. So let's look at well-being. Just experiencing pleasure reduces stress in your body. Stress, when you're stressed, it can be... um, Chronic stress is exhausting. It causes illness over time, right? So when you experience pleasure in your body and your heart and your mind and your soul, what happens is your body releases a hormone called oxytocin, which is the, it's a bonding hormone. It's a relaxation hormone. When you have oxytocin flowing through you, it you know, anything could happen and, and, and you just feel relaxed and open with it so your body knows when to produce it naturally it produces it when you orgasm it produces it when you feel loved and supported a breastfeeding mother produces oxytocin uh, each time she has a letdown when she's feeding thank god because if you've ever been a new mother you're so sleep deprived if you didn't have oxytocin flowing through your system it's very very difficult to cope so um, especially with the lack of sleep so Oxytocin floods through your body when you feel pleasure. It helps your mental and your emotional well-being. I mean, pleasure allows—it makes you happy, right? When you're feeling pleasure, even if it's a pleasure of a delicious piece of chocolate, what do you do naturally? You, you bite into the chocolate and then you go, "Ah!" Oh. So what happens there? Your breathing changes. Your your breathing becomes full and open. What happens when you breathe fully? Well, naturally, your nervous system goes into relaxation response rather than being in fight or flight. So it creates a a chain of effects that impact every layer of your well-being as well. If you're unwell and you have illness, pleasure, remember, goes into um, impacts that chain where you feel um, emotionally and mentally more relaxed and open, happier. Then you have more happy hormones going to the parts of your body that are unwell to focus on healing. So it impacts your well-being tremendously. Uh, Experiencing pleasure opens your heart. Because like I said, you know, those moments where you feel pleasure fully, what happens? You breathe, your, your heart naturally opens and you recognize the beauty of the moment. You recognize the heart of the person in front of you. Um... Even if it's the heart of a project that you're working on, if that makes sense, when you experience pleasure in a given moment, it opens you to it opens your heart to see what's to see the heart of what's going on, whether it be um, something to do with work or something you're wanting to create or the people that you're with. It really, really does. Notice it next time. Notice how when you experience pleasure. Your heart naturally opens, yeah? Now, this is, of course, unless there is something in your nervous system that is afraid of pleasure or experience trauma around pleasure or blocks around pleasure. And sometimes you need to work with those with someone one-on-one. So I just want to just say now that 
if that's you, if you have trouble experiencing pleasure or maybe you can feel it but you have trouble allowing it and expressing it through sound and movement or um, wherever the block is for you, just know that you can email me, lisa at soulsatisfactionforwomen.com and we can set up a time to chat to see if um, we can work together in a way either one-on-one or in a group setting to, to help you with that. So success. In the topic heading, I talked about wild success. Now, success for every woman is different. Um, but the truth is that whatever success means to you, a chronic lack of pleasure depletes you. It depletes your energy. It depletes your mental capacity to cope. It, ke- it depletes your clarity. It depletes um, your um, your general ability for right-left brain to work really well together. Because, you know, when you're not don't have regular relaxation responses you tend to spend a lot of time in fight or flight and when that happens right left brain don't talk to each other so then you can't combine your creative intuitive part of you with the logical strategic solution oriented part of you so the other thing is that when you're chronically in fight or flight you accumulate toxic residue of hormones so every time you experience fight or flight and you don't fight or you don't flight, so you don't run away or you don't uh, put up your jukes, then you're left with this toxic residue, um, cortisol and other hormones that, that sit in your body and they also create um, illness and, and make you more sluggish. So it's, it's, you know, how can you create the success you really want if you're weighed down by all of that? So let go of the thought that pleasure is frivolous it can help to um, enhance your success like you wouldn't believe. And I've worked with many women, highly successful women who hit burnout or they lost their drive or ran out, ran out of passion or hit a wall and they just couldn't replicate the success that they had before because they were just burned out. And simply by cultivating their capacity to experience more and more pleasure in their life, they experienced a massive turnaround in their success um, in the areas of success they wanted to, but of course um, they also um, benefited physically, mentally, emotionally, and even spiritually. So let's look at spiritual for a minute. How, why would you want to experience pleasure? How would it help you spiritually? Orgasm has been called uh, le petit mort, which is the little death, and there is a death that happens in the moment of orgasm. We've all experienced, and some call it death of an ego. There's an experience of timelessness, of spaciousness. Of There's an ecstasy that happens where there is no past, present, future. There's no thoughts about anything. You're just in bliss. You are in ecstasy, right? Now, they are doorways to give us glimpses of experience of what it is to be alive with this love that lives and breathes us all with the ecstasy of being I just uh, with um, my uh, mentor group just this week I was telling them a story about Anita Morjani who Um, she's an amazing woman who has a near-death experience and if you want to get her book I highly recommend it 
without going to her whole story of spontaneous uh, recovery from full-stage cancer and all of that, what I do want to say is this. What she came out of the near-death experience with was this oh-my-God moment of when you're out of your body and out of your mind, when you are in that state of being, there is only love, this blissful love that you are a drop of love in an ocean of love. There's no separation. That's the best way I can describe it to you. And in those moments of orgasm, that's what we experience, right? So if we bring that back to pleasure, then when you're experiencing a moment of pleasure, there is no mind, which is what we try to meditate to learn how to do, right? To let the clouds of thought come and go, just being and, and being of no mind. And if you're experiencing pleasure in the moment really fully and your heart is open and your body is relaxed and your mind is clear and you're just in that state of being love, there's nowhere to go, there's nothing to do, there's just that beingness. And that is a hint in whatever way you want to explore your spirituality. I do believe that is a glimpse, it is giving us a glimpse of what it is to be in oneness and what if we could cultivate our capacity to be that, to live that more and more in our everyday moment because we do have a body, we do have a mind. So let's drop into the body, let it be a portal for that pleasure so we can experience what some would call heaven on earth in the here and now. Right? I always remember one of my teachers many, many years ago saying, look, forget this piece around heaven being a later, that's where you go after. No, Heaven is here and now. It is those moments where you are alive and feeling at one with this love that lives and breathes us all. That is heaven. And can you live heaven while you're doing the dishes? Yeah, of course. What, are the, what, are the, what did the Buddha say? Before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. After enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. We're in this body. So... Pleasure activates our natural state of relaxation. We're pulled from this natural state of relaxation by thoughts and feelings. So cultivating your capacity to open to pleasure, to experience it fully, it also trains your body and your mind and your thoughts to surrender and open fully to this love that's moving through you all the time, this love that you're sourced from. Right? So... Let's look at what is pleasure for you and look at the intersection of where you and pleasure meet. What is your experience of pleasure? What is your attitude toward pleasure? What does pleasure feel like for you? So if I say to you, close your eyes, feel into your belly and what are the first three words that come to you when I say to you, pleasure? What are the first three words that come to you? Write them down and just notice, notice what they are. No judgment, just notice. Okay, so here's the thing. Every woman has a different landscape for pleasure, okay, within them and within your nervous system and in, within your body. What makes up this landscape are your mental, emotional and bodily habits, how your nervous system is wired, and this can all come from past experience, from trauma, from repeated experience in relationship, from the heritage 
of pleasure, what was passed down from you from parents or society or significant people in your life. I mean, women in particular learn by assimilation. So if you spend a day with a woman who's really deeply embodied and her hips and her thighs and her breasts are undulating with pleasure, I can guarantee you by the end of the day, you will be infused with that pleasure that has been undulating through her body. Similarly, if you're with a woman who's tight and up tight and her voice is all up here and She's all tight in her breath and, you know, she doesn't breathe any lower than her throat or her chest. And da, 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 da. Can you feel that? Oh. So you assimilate by being with other women. That's one of the reasons why I love creating circles of women. And I do have a really special announcement for you coming up in the next couple of days um, about that, which I'm busting to share but can't just yet. Um, being with other women who long to experience and express the juice and truth of who they are is incredibly powerful and beneficial as you cultivate your capacity to be that too. Um, what's important to explore is what prevents you from feeling pleasure. Do you just not give yourself permission to feel it? Do you feel it, but then you contract because there's fear around it or judgment around it? Do you find it easy to feel it and allow it, but you have difficulty expressing it through your body, through sound and movement? Where do you get stuck? Do you get stuck in your head? A lot of women find it difficult to feel the pleasure that's truly available in sex and intimacy and in life because they're so in their head. Energetically, they're in their head because there's a contraction that's happening uh, at the anus, at the vagina, at the belly. Like all these contractions are working their way up so the energy just can't drop down. It's, it's pushed upwards and you end up all in your head, eyes bulging and everything else that would show you that you're just stuck in your head. Maybe for you, you have negative beliefs or attitudes around pleasure. It's a waste of time, it's frivolous, it's sinful. Maybe you had trauma around pleasure. Maybe you have trouble experiencing the intensity of feeling, right? Sometimes we have trouble experiencing... Uh, the intensity of a feeling, whether it be pleasure or anger or grief or joy, when it feels intense, we can shut down. So maybe you just need to cultivate your capacity to remain open in amidst uh, intensity. So what is it for you? Really get a feel for it. And I want you, if you've got a question, I want you to ask that question when it comes to question times because this is your opportunity. So what feelings, so we've looked at what beliefs do you have around pleasure? Not got time, it's wrong, it's frivolous. What feelings do you have around pleasure? Guilty feelings, do you feel obliged to give back rather than just enjoy pleasure? What bodily habits do you have? What does your body do when you experience pleasure? Does it numb to it? Does it contract? Does it tense in any particular area? What does your body do? As a habit, you want to get used to exploring 
your habitual responses. Because what we want to do next is counteract those habits of tension. Expand your perception beyond what you've believed, your attitudes around pleasure, explore your feelings. Often this is best done with a trusted friend or a coach. And once again, I'll put my hand up if you want to do that with me. So expand your perception, explore your feelings, and notice your bodily habits. And then begin to unravel those threads of tension and practice new ways of experiencing pleasure. Okay? So let's look at pleasure as a portal into the divine and then we'll look at how we can cultivate capacity for pleasure in all these different realms. So there's a quote that I found from Robert Johnson and he says, it's the great tragedy of our Western society that we have virtually lost the ability to experience the transformative power of ecstasy and joy. And I'm going to put pleasure in there as well. Ecstasy was once considered the favor of the gods, a divine gift that could lift us out of our ordinary reality into the, re the, re sorry, into the realm of the immortal soul. Now, I would take this one step further because ecstasy, rather than lifting you out of reality, and reality is just how your mind is perceiving the moment, rather than lifting you out of it, it can bring you into life more fully, into the moment more fully, allow you to be fully immersed in the beauty of life, the juice of life, the truth of life in any given moment. Lifting to me is more of a masculine desire to be free and to transcend the body, transcend the mind. It's all very noble, but if you've spent years meditating like I did, it was very easy for me to leave my body, but I was missing out on all of the juice and truth that was in my body. And then I needed to totally recalibrate my capacity to be in relationship as a feminine essence as an embodiment of this deliciousness this pleasure this aliveness this love in the form of movement and sound um, and ecstasy that can only be expressed in that particular way through this feminine body from this heart that you have so that tended to be a more masculine approach to spirituality the feminine wise women of ancient times like the dakinis the tantrikas the priestesses they knew that as a woman you have this incredible capacity to merge with the divine through your body, to be at one with your beloved. And your, your beloved is whatever aspect of the divine masculine that speaks to you. And, and to really um, allow your body and the pleasure that you feel in your body to be a portal to that merging, to that sharing. Um, hmm. Like I was saying before about heaven and earth, I do truly believe that this experience on heaven, of heaven on earth is available to us in every given moment. And I do believe that pleasure can be a portal into that and then we experience the ecstasy of being. And when you do that, you know, when pleasure is 
shining through your body, there is a radiance that you naturally exude. And what a gift you give to those around you when you do that, right? It's exquisite. Whether it's it's in sexual gifting within your intimate relationship with your chosen partner, or it's just that radiance that you naturally exude in your daily life, it makes you magnetic. So... You're never out of contact with the divine, with the pleasure of being that is alive in you in this moment and in this moment and in this moment. The only thing that gets in the way is you noticing it. It's your emotional and mental and bodily habits that kind of put this wall around this all-pervading knowing of ecstasy that's constantly moving through you, just waiting for you to be awake to it, which is exactly where we started with um, Margot Nunn's quote around waking up the ecstasy of the moment so let's look at some simple ways for you to feel and allow and cultivate more pleasure in your life and then we'll open for questions so whether you want to feel less stress or better well-being or deepen your lovemaking become completely irresistible to your partner um, experience the divinity that exists within um, every moment um, the practices I want to give you here I, I always like to give simple practical and powerful practices and the reason is because anything beyond simple will be forgotten and relegated to the too hard basket so by keeping it simple you have the best chance to integrate it into your daily life and that's where you're going to see the results right so here's the way that I would kind of um, the process that needs to happen In order to feel pleasure, you need to be relaxed. Have you ever tried to have sex and feel pleasure when you're completely tense? Like you can barely feel a thing because all your energy is up in your head. So the first step is to relax. The second step is to feel the pleasure fully. And the third is to allow it. Now, there are three pretty simple steps, right? The beautiful thing is one of the quickest ways for you to relax and get out of your head and into your body is actually pleasure. And at the same time, in order to feel pleasure, you need to relax. So you need to find what brings you pleasure, what brings you out of your head so that you can drop into your body and into your heart. The keys that I found that work most effectively for women are these breath i know you i know women say to me oh can you give me a really like a i i know how to breathe can you give me a proper practice your breath is fundamentally the most powerful thing resources resource you have available to you to open this portal to pleasure to relax the body i mean it's phenomenal notice where your breath normally lands and practice to give yourself the gift of a full breath. Breathe down the front surface of the body. And then as you breathe out, breathe up the spine. Breathe down the front surface of the body and breathe up the, up the spine. If I gave you only one practice, it would be that. Because when you breathe really fully, your body naturally relaxes. And then you, begin, you can begin to feel the pleasure. Okay, uh, the second practice that is incredibly powerful is movement. 
Um, sometimes the movement that you that women do at the end of a day are things like yoga and very structural linear movement, but that's more masculine, right? So I do something with my clients. I give them a practice called the allowing dance, which is where you turn on music and you allow the day to move through you completely, your arms, your hands, your toes, your hips, your pelvis, your belly, your breasts. You allow your body to feel fully whatever is moving through it and just express it through sound and movement to the music, no thought, keeping down in the hips especially for women because it can be a tendency to go up into your head. No one's watching. You don't need to look good. This is just... Um, free movement to move the day through you. And when I say move the day through you, I'm talking about moving your accumulated tension about the day through you. So breath is powerful. Free movement is powerful. And to then, once your body is relaxed and you can feel the pleasure of the moment, the next step in terms of practice is to feel and allow the pleasure fully and a way to enhance that is actually to use sound. So imagine that someone's given you this delicious piece of chocolate and they've told you that it's the most exquisite chocolate on the planet and you love chocolate if you don't choose your favorite food. And you're sitting there in a room all by yourself and you pick it up and you smell it and it smells delicious. And then you taste it and you can feel it just melting down, down, down your throat. And it's delicious. Now you can imagine that scenario and you being silent. And you can imagine that scenario where in response to the pleasure, you wiggle your hips and you make sound. Oh, there's a sound that resonates through your body that expresses that pleasure. Now, which experience do you think is going to be more pleasurable? Of course, it's the second with the sound and movement. The sound and movement is not just a way to express it. It actually deepens the feeling of pleasure and it widens your capacity to feel it fully, right? So it deepens the feeling and widens your capacity to feel it fully. So sound and movement while you're experiencing pleasure truly enhances your capacity to feel it and allow it as well as to express it. And this, of course, is speaks to the diving in of sexual energy because if you're uh, making love with yourself or you're making love with a partner and you're self-pleasuring, then sound and movement as an expression of that deeply enhances the whole experience of pleasure and, uh, and awakens that sexual energy that can then move through you way more freely. So now I'm going to open the lines for questions. I want you, if you're on the phone, uh, go ahead and press star 2 now to raise your hand. I'm also going to check the question box to see if any questions have come in. So go ahead, if you have a question, feel free to type them into the question box if you have them now. And if you're on the line, please don't be shy. Let this be your opportunity to not
hold back, to know what your question is and to have the confidence to say, this is my question and to ask it. So I'm going to refresh the line and see if anyone's... Um, put your hand up. So star two to raise your hand. Press star two to raise your hand if you're on the phone or Skype. And if you're on Skype, you need to find the little dial pad for star two. Raise your hand. And if you have a question and you're listening via the webcast, then go ahead and put that into the question box now. I'll wait for a moment and I'll see what questions come through. Just refreshing the lines for you at the moment. Okay, so how do you handle pleasure when it's too intense? Okay, this is a really good question. There's no name, so if this is your question, then um, thank you for, for posting it. How do you handle pleasure when it's too intense? I'm going to give you the bodily things to do first because when the body, the body is the grossest, the most um, obvious, dense part of you, right? So what tends to happen when you're not handling pleasure well, when there's a, <gasps> right, what happens? Your breath <gasps> goes up, everything moves up and it contracts. So what you want to do is you want to practice experiencing pleasure and I would practice this first by yourself so unless it's only pleasure with a partner that you find difficult and that's something slightly different so first of all practice experiencing pleasure by yourself noticing when you contract and practice opening and relaxing whilst experiencing the pleasure the quickest and easiest way is first of all breath Feel the, pressure, the pleasure and breathe really fully. And, and my invitation would be to circulate your breath in this way. Breathe down the front surface of your body, softening as you go. So as you go down the front surface of your body, the face, the throat, the breasts, the belly, the vagina, the inner thighs, it all softens. So there's no barrier to the pleasure. You're still receptive to the pleasure. So you breathe down the front surface and then as you breathe out, you circulate the breath up the spine. You can even put your tongue on the roof of your mouth and that helps to create a beautiful loop of, of energy as you circulate this. Um, since you're going to practice it by yourself first, I would get you to notice what tension arises for you. In what ways can't you handle the pleasure? You know, Is it something like your clitoris becomes too intensely activated it's very common for some women do you is it that you can't handle it emotionally that your you know your heart and your throat start to close up so i would get you to explore what is it that tenses up what is it that finds it difficult to handle the pleasure and then um if it's something uh emotional I mean, remembering also if there's trauma and, and con conflict, inner conflict around pleasure, sometimes you need to work with a coach or someone, um, someone like that to untangle these threads of tension that would prevent you from relaxing into the pleasure. Um, do as much of that as you can on your own and then if you need help, of course, 
email me or find someone who you feel comfortable to explore that with. Um, if, for example, it's a physical sensation, like the pleasure becomes way, way too intense, again, you can try diffusing it by diffusing your awareness and, and, and allowing your breath to just diffuse out through your body. So I always imagine when it gets too intense, breathing really fully, feeling these three power centers, pussy power, uh, which is at, at the yoni, at the vagina, personal power at the solar plexus, and then heart power. I feel those three power centers relaxing, softening, opening, and allow the pleasure to just kind of diffuse um, out through my body, out through the toes and the fingers and my heart, sort of shining out with, as a gifting. So that can be another way to handle pleasure when it becomes too intense. I would probably need a little more specific information, um, but do let me know if that has answered your question. In the meantime, there is a hand up, so I'm going to open the lines now. <clears throat> Excuse me, it's just my page is just refreshing. Sorry about that. Oh, there we go. So I can open. This is for Shalita. Hello, Shalita. Yes, hello. Uh, Hi, my name is welcome. Marjorie. Hi. <laughs> oh, pardon me. Oh, it's come up as that's okay. Well, that's my last name. Ah, <laughs> uh, Marjorie. Uh, okay. Thank you. Um, I just have a comment more than a question, I think. Um, mm. uh, yeah, I think when you were talking earlier in the call about priestesses and um, others who, who mm. you know, uh, really have been in touch with pleasure as... Um, as as divinity or as di as divine, mm -hmm. um, and then you were talking about in practicing pleasure how the sound and the movement and the breath mm. are ways that pleasure can move through us or whatever. Yeah. And I was just fascinated by all of this. I wondered if you could speak a little bit more about that. I mean, um, you know, actually, what what is pleasure? What is it? to me pleasure is is actually um, the divine feminine mm. expressing herself through us as pleasure. Yes. And then the whole question about the polarity of pain and pleasure. Yes. You know, so I, I was wondering if you could speak mm. a little bit about any of that. Beautiful. So if I start moving, start from the last part of your, your question around the polarity, I think it's a really, really important because the... It's like you have this whole spectrum of, let's just say, pain and pleasure or sadness and joy, whatever is on either end of the spectrum that creates that polarity. The degree to which you can feel and allow deep sadness always impacts the degree to which you can feel and allow ecstatic joy, deep joy. And it's the same with uh, pain and pleasure. And it's really important to know that because often, because of our human nature, we, we, we shy from pain and we want pleasure. However, when we learn to embrace all of our experience, all of our human experience, 
there's something in the moment, of course, because it's a moment-by-moment thing. There's something that allows us to drop into experiencing the divinity of who we are embodied as this human expression, if that makes sense. And so my invitation to all women who know, like if you even just wrote down, you you really felt into your belly and you wrote down all the feelings that you tend to avoid, (laughs) you know, you don't really like or you tend to avoid, they're the ones to really exploring your capacity to feel fully and allow fully because on the other end of the spectrum is something phenomenal just waiting for you also to be experienced. Does that make sense? Yes, I think so. I think the expression that comes to mind is um, love uh, love so much until it hurts or something like that, you know, oh. there's sort of a... Uh, sort of a, a hurt, uh, loving that can actually hurt. It can be so yeah. intense. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is that uh, my feeling is similar to yours. I feel that, you know, in this union of consciousness and uh, the divine masculine and feminine or freedom and love or consciousness and embodiment, whatever, however we experience or know it, depending on you know, what our um, tendency is, you know, um, that there is an innate merging that's happening in every moment, right? And, and, and if you are more inclined to, uh, you have a tendency toward feminine essence in, in as much as what moves you, what you yearn for is love, is is being love, is giving love, is receiving love. That, And, you know, most women, you know, that's why in human experience, you know, women have these chick flicks and, you know, will love be enough and will he love her, will he... I mean, it's all about, you know, this drama till the end about love, whereas for men it's about freedom or the masculine, it's about freedom, right? Mm-hmm. So if you have a tendency toward feminine essence... Yes, however you want to describe the divine feminine, you know, and whatever, the goddess, the big she, la mujer grande, however you describe her or feel her or know her or sense her, everything in our human experience is an expression of love. Our anger can be an expression of love. Our vulnerability can be an expression of love. Pleasure, grief stillness, movement, like it can all be expression of love, which is the divine feminine embodied and and there's something incredibly liberating when you allow all of her to move through you. The whole spectrum of feminine feeling, the whole spectrum of sexual energy, the whole spectrum of um of life does that make sense mm-hmm. yes thank you that is beautiful uh, yes all all of that is what i was tapping into mostly as you were speaking throughout yes. the uh the, the, the your, your talking that uh, i was tapping into that whole uh sacred uh mm-hmm. aspect of, of everything where uh, not so much you know although it gets it all works together but i mean 
not mm-hmm. so much in in, in um, thinking this that pleasure is something that I needed to get or uh, try to um, have, or yeah. yes. <laughs> but that just to you know just to to um, to be you know exactly yeah exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. when we I mean when we experience pleasure, what we're experiencing is. What is 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 she moving through us in the expression of pleasure? That's that's mm-hmm. that's it. And so, because the tricky thing is, you know, the reason I brought in the piece around the dakini and the tantrikas and the priestesses, you know, it's just way too much. I mean, we could talk about this. We could do a seven-day retreat just on this, right? Mm, yeah. Um, and but the reason I brought them in is because even just bringing them in energetically awakens us to there is an innate embodied knowing of the juice and the truth of who we are as feminine souls embodied in woman's body. There is an innate knowing of that. However, society and culture, because it has been so dominated by patriarchal masculine for many many years and there has been a distrust of feminine wisdom in herbs and in you know being with the earth you know that the her women were then called witches you know oh right so they're not these wise women they're witches now um these you know dakinis and tatrikas were you know oh they're not wise women they're they're whores or they're you know what i mean like it's it's been so mishmashed and misunderstood and mainly because the power of the feminine is is so phenomenal that unless the masculine is rooted completely in the divine masculine where he where he is embodied as nothingness then the fear of being annihilated is by the by feminine power is what drives that behavior and then creates the rules and the judgments that we've seen over many, many years. Mm. Whereas when the masculine, the masculine that is not afraid of the feminine is the one who realizes he's not this little man on a boat trying to navigate this huge ocean. He is the the nothingness that is merging with that ocean all the time, the depth that is merging with that ocean, ocean all the time, and that oceanness, and therefore there is no fear. And in a sense, that's what we're cultivating within ourselves: is that merging within ourselves. And if we're in relationship and we want to cultivate that, then it's the masculine cultivating the capacity to rest in that, while the feminine cultivates her capacity to be an embodiment of this phenomenal ocean that she is, mm-hmm. ocean of love. Yes, and even within the divine feminine herself, she has masculine aspects. Of course, that are sort of at war with each other, or not at war with each other, but but are 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 expressing themselves mm-hmm. at different times and in different ways. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. we all have masculine and feminine within us. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you so much for speaking up, Marjorie. Really. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so yeah. much for for allowing us to listen. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. I'm glad, great to have you on the call, and and I look forward to hearing you next time. Thank you. 
Okay, so I'm going to, I know we're way, way over time. For those of you who are still with us, thank you. I'll just see if another question has come up around the pleasure. Oops, okay, so that answered the question. I've just got a message saying that answered the question about how do you handle pleasure. So, beautiful women, thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you for staying with us even though we went over time. I'd love to know your thoughts and insights and any aha moments that have come through for you as a result of listening to the call. So if you're open to sharing them, please send them to me at, they'll come to me directly, lisa at soulsatisfactionforwomen.com. I would love to hear your thoughts uh, and your whatever's really become alive for you uh, through, through today's show. And I really look forward to being with you on the next call. In the meantime, make sure that you are subscribed on the website um, soulsatisfactionforwomen.com either to the radio show or to the front page so that I can make sure that uh, I answer your uh, questions and also so that you uh, get notified of the next radio shows as they come up. So thank you kindly. I just see, uh, Sharonda, that you've put your hand up. Um, I'm sorry we didn't get to your question. Email it to me and I will uh, answer your question. Loads of love to you. Loads of love to you all. Thank you for being on the call today and I look forward to being with you next time. As for me, it's bye for now. Lots of love to you. You are listening to a recording by Lisa Page from soulsatisfactionforwomen.com. For further information on events, workshops, coaching, and free products, please visit www.soulsatisfactionforwomen.com.